Welcome. Thanks for tuning in for another edition of the Lord of the Storm podcast. I am your affable Bible reading friend, Dan Parr, and we are reading the New Testament one chapter at a time. Special shout out to our new listeners in Pennsylvania and Texas. Glad to have you along and our ever increasing BitChute community too. We appreciate you sharing the program. Today, we are in Acts 27. You're invited to turn there now in your favorite Bible. As for me, I'll be reading from my easy-to-understand-and-read EUR Bible, which you can also own by picking up at Amazon.com. Just search for Dan Parr and Bible, and it'll pop up right away. Today, so much for smooth sailing, Paul tells some sailors what to do and gets completely wrecked. Let's ask God to bless today's reading. Father, once again, we turn our attention to your word. Help us to hear from you, we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Acts 27. When it was determined that we should set sail for Italy, they handed over Paul and some other prisoners to a guard named Julius of the Augustan Regiment. Boarding a ship from Adramidium, which was about to set sail to the coast of Asia, we departed. A Macedonian from Thessalonica named Aristarchus went with us. The next day, we reached Sidon. Julius treated Paul kindly and gave him permission to go to his friends and refresh himself. Putting out to sea from there, we sailed under the wind-sheltered side of Cyprus, because the winds were against us. When we had sailed across the sea, which is off Cilicia and Pamphylia, we came to Myra, a city of Lycia. There, Julius found a ship from Alexandria, sailing to Italy, and he got us on board. When we had sailed slowly for many days and with great difficulty came to the other side of Snidus, the wind preventing us from going further, we sailed under the wind-sheltered side of Crete, across from Salmon. With difficulty, we sailed along it and came to a place called Fair Havens, near the city of Lycia. When much time had passed and sailing had become dangerous because it was already after Yom Kippur, Paul warned them, saying, Sirs, I see our journey will cause us harm and will suffer great losses, not only of the cargo and the ship, but also our lives. But the guard put more trust in the captain and the owner of the ship than in what Paul said. Because the harbor was not suitable to spend the winter in, the majority advised going to sea from there, if by any means they could reach Phoenix, and winter there instead, which is a port of Crete, looking southwest and northwest. When the south wind blew softly, supposing that it was favorable, they hoisted the anchor and sailed along Crete close to shore. But before long, a storm called a Euroclidon beat down from the shore. When the ship was caught and couldn't sail against the wind, we gave way to it and were driven along. Running under the wind-sheltered side of a small island called Clada, we were able to secure the lifeboat after much difficulty. After they had hoisted it up, they used cables to help reinforce the ship. They feared they would run aground on the Sirtis sandbars. So they lowered the sea anchor and were driven along. As we intensely struggled with the storm, they began to throw things overboard the next day. On the third day, they threw out the ship's tackle with their own hands. When neither the sun nor moon shone on us for many days, and the fierce storm pressed on us, all hope that we would be saved was gone. When they had been without food for a number of days, Paul stood up in the middle of them and said, Gentlemen, you should have listened to me and not put out the sail from Crete and avoided this injury and loss. Now I urge you to cheer up, for there will be no loss of life among you, but only of the ship. For last night an angel of God I serve and belong to stood by me and said, Don't be afraid, Paul. You must stand before Caesar. Know this, God has granted that neither you nor anyone traveling with you will perish from this storm. Therefore, men, cheer up, for I believe God, that it will be just as he told me. But we must run aground on an island. On the fourteenth night at about midnight, as we were driven back and forth in the Adriatic Sea, 
the sailors sensed that we were getting close to some land. They took soundings and found the sea at 20 fathoms. After a little while, they took soundings again and found it at 15 fathoms. Fearing that we would run aground on a rocky shore, they let go four anchors from the stern and hoped for daylight. The sailors lowered the lifeboat and were trying to abandon ship, pretending instead that they would lay out anchors from the bow. Paul said to the guard and to the soldiers, Unless these stay in the ship, you can't be saved. Then the soldiers cut away the ropes of the boat and let it fall. While the day was breaking, Paul begged them to eat some food, saying, This is the fourteenth day that you have been waiting and fasting and haven't eaten anything. I beg you to eat some food for your own safety, for not a hair from any of your heads will perish. After saying this, he took some bread, gave thanks to God in front of everyone, then he broke it and began to eat. Then they all cheered up and also ate some food. In all, we were 276 souls on the ship. When they had eaten enough, they lightened the ship by throwing out the wheat into the sea. When it was day, they didn't recognize the land, but noticed a certain bay with a beach, and they decided to try to drive the ship onto it. Cutting off the anchors, they left them in the sea and at the same time untied the rudder ropes. They hoisted up the foresail to the wind and headed for the beach. But coming to a place where the two seas met, they ran the vessel aground. The bow got stuck and wouldn't budge, and the violence of the waves began to break up the stern. The soldiers decided to kill all the prisoners so that none of them would swim out and escape. But Julius, the head guard, wanted to save Paul, so he stopped them and commanded that those who could swim should throw themselves overboard first to go toward the land, and the rest should follow on some planks and other things from the ship. So they did, and all of them escaped safely to the land. Paul was a prisoner. It was clear to the Roman leaders that he appeared before in court that he wasn't guilty, but he had appealed his case to Caesar, so now he was obligated to go to Rome as a prisoner. Now, I don't imagine Paul's preference was to be a prisoner, but just like Joseph from the Old Testament, God blessed him while he was in prison. Joseph, as you recall, was treated favorably by the warden and was put in charge of the other prisoners. Now, here Paul is in prison, and obviously he knew the story of Joseph well, and he is being treated well by those in charge. And I imagine that brought him some comfort. By him being treated well, he would be able to recall Joseph's story and see the similarities to his own. It's one of those things that is a God wink. It's when you know that God winks at you to let you know that he is there and he is with you during the trouble or difficulty. Now, most of us, well, at least me, <laughs> would rather avoid the trouble or challenges that come along. And when I'm in one of those places, my prayer is that God would deliver me out of it. But that doesn't always happen, at least not right away. Sometimes we have to walk through the valley instead of being lifted up to the mountaintop. But I can tell you this, during those times, I do press in harder to God. Why is that? Because I need Him more. When things are going fine, it's easier to give God less of our time and attention. You don't have any urgent prayers you want answered, so we're likely spending less time in prayer and in His Word. But when a problem comes along, we can become laser-focused on spending time with him. So, there Paul is on the boat. The guard is treating him well. He allows him to go off and visit his friends. And it is literally smooth sailing. Now, everything had been going well up to that point. But then, some trouble starts to creep in slowly. They start having difficulty with the wind. There's a rougher sea. There are delays. And Paul warns the guard that they should stay put until the conditions are better. 
But the guard, we're told, puts more faith in the ship's captain than Paul. And to be honest with you, I might have to. The guy is a ship's captain. He's more experienced in sailing than Paul would be. But that's where discernment has to come in and why it's important to stay in relationship with God so that you can hear him and know his will. Trouble had been creeping in, just like it does in our lives at times. Things just don't go right. When things happen, we need to take them before God and ask, are you trying to tell me something here? Paul had picked up on it and had tried to warn them, but it went unheeded, and they nearly lost their lives because of it. And did you notice that before they were finally on shore safely, they were doing anything they could do to manage the situation by themselves, throwing out things, trying to secure things, just like we do. There's nothing wrong with that. We should all do what we know to do when we're in a challenging position. But first, seek God. Get his wisdom and perspective and listen to godly counsel from others. When we do those things, we can avoid a lot of trouble and loss. Let's pray. Father, thank you for the times you let us know that you are with us. We know you're always with us, but we get encouraged when we see those God winks coming to us. Help us to always seek you first when trials come instead of jumping head first with prevailing best ideas of those around us. Instead, may we hear from you and get your wisdom and counsel. And Father, surround us with godly people who walk closely with you so that we can learn from them and become even better Christ followers. We ask it all in Jesus' name. Amen. So the next episode will be our last in the book of Acts. It's been good, and I've been encouraged by it. If you haven't done so yet, please share this podcast with a friend so that they can be encouraged too. Thanks for listening today. God bless.